This is the Can We Talk podcast, episode 84. My name is Brianna, and uh, you already know Chef Cal with the style. And we have a special guest. Her name is Kareem. We're going to hop into topics right now, and then a little bit later, we're going to let Kareem tell us about herself. Um, but right now, the first topic that I actually wanted to start off with, um, it's actually a status that I posted. Y'all probably don't have me on Facebook. But... Um, <laughs> 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 but you can follow me on Instagram, <clears throat> Heavy B Kirby. Anyways, but as far as the Facebook post goes, I um, posted something about wanting someone to take trips with, go on dates with, picnics, you know, explore, talk, cry, laugh, vibe, exchange energy, um, pretty much. But the issue that it seems like I've been having is that, you know, y'all don't like to be honest about what the hell y'all want with us. Like, what's up with that? I just, I'm, I'd be wanting to know, like, y'all don't be honest or, like, y'all stuck in between one in a relationship and not. So that's a topic that I wanted to get on is, like, how do we even move past the broke, <laughs> the brokenness? Because I mean, I ain't got no money, so we do free shit like picnics. <clears throat> that's Picnic, why picnic's not really free, though, like, if you think about it. It's not. But it's you got, you got people that's doing half-off orders, you know what I'm saying? They selling food stamps. They bullshit on the half-off orders, though. They definitely do. I, I think it's really just a matter of, like, who are you entertaining? <laughs> like, it's really that simple. Like, you say you the, you, you you positioned it to a, a space where, like, you say, the dudes that I actually like don't really want to do what I want, but the dudes I don't like do what I want. It's yeah. a double-edged sword. <laughs> it is. So it's like, so no, do. so how can I put it? So, like, I feel like the dudes, how can I put it? So the people that I don't want, no interest in, like, absolutely not. It, it seems like they're the ones that got got it together. They're, like, they're honest. They're straightforward. They're, like, this is what I want with you, whatever. And then there's, like, the people that you are actually, like, attracted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, certain, mm -hmm. of course, physically is, like, one of the first things that gets you. But then it's, like, okay. Then you're, like, okay, but I'm attracted to this person's mind. Like, other things about them. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it just seems like... It's like y'all talk and y'all seem to want the same thing, but it just always seems like there's still like that dis. You get what I'm saying? Like there's no, still absolutely. like a disconnect. Like I can't. I don't know. I can't describe. And we're gonna just bring it back to niggas being broke, okay? <laughs> so, cause listen, listen to this because I've spoke to many men, and and I've talked to them about this. Like, why don't y'all pursue the women that y'all want when you know that they want you? And it's like you know, I'm not in the position that I want to be in. It's always. I'm not where I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have the car. I don't have the house. I don't have a job. Like, I don't got the money to support a high-valued woman. And if you want someone that who's going to support you and love you as a high-valued woman, sometimes, you know, we just going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait for the real ones to get done. You know what I mean? Mm, and start off with the broke ones. But I, I, yeah, I don't because I really that. don't believe in that whole, like, Look, it's a different thing. Okay, so, like, there's people who grew up based, like, you know, they grew up off of struggle type shit. And then there's people who grew up off love. If you grew up off the struggle, you don't want to try to love somebody and have to be going through the struggle with that person. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. You don't want that. You want somebody who's established as you are. Someone is, le like, le level playing field. But it's hard because a lot of a lot of men, you know, our age, and a lot of ones that we're attracted to, they don't got their shit together. You feel me? Like they, they, 
They don't got nothing together. They broke hustling. But broke hustling. Broke never, back, hustling backwards seen so many. First of all, I ain't never seen so many men that, that hustle. <laughs> and ain't got no money to show And ain't got no money to show for it, baby. What you mean you hustling? I got to pay weed for you and you like me? No, sir. Like, you been no, doing this little nine do to five? You been yeah. doing this little nine to five pushing pee and uh, ain't push nothing to me. <laughs> Exactly, and it's like y'all be fronting y'all homeboys and stuff, and y'all be getting on Facebook and y'all be talking about your homeboys not paying you back. They homeboys smoking all your weed, this and the third. Get you a real bitch, and that's why y'all can't afford no woman. Exactly, because you you out here tricking on your homeboys and shit. You tricking on your friends. You don't want to trick on a girl. You know what I mean? Something like a lot. I know a lot of men who are like have even approached me on some like I want a relationship now. I want to be Saturday when we were out right before our boat party. A friend, like a high school friend of mine, like best friend, came and told me, like you know, re-admitted his love to me. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm looking for a wife, but like he still hasn't. It's been all week. It's been all. He brought us to his section, gave us shots, everything. We talked after the club closed. You know what I mean? Talking about how, like, hey, I really want to talk about this. You're somebody that I like. I see a vi- obviously see a vision with, so I want to get down to the bottom of it. This is then the third. It's been a whole week. This nigga hate Nothing. me. This nigga really hate me in real life. You feel <laughs> like you can't love me. You, you can't, can't feel like you want to talk to me and get with me and you like don't message no me talking about I don't like texting. What is that? Like I me personally, if I'm interested in someone, all day. I'm on that phone. We back. I might be stalking you. Even if you like, even if you don't <laughs> even know it, I'm stalking you. How spying. I'm stalking you. I'm stalking you. For sure. I'm stalking you. And my homegirl stuck in you too. Cause like, hey, look, I can't get on this. We might look, no we foul together. thing. Like I love, like I, me dating baby daddies is new to me. You know what I mean? Not on the weird shit, but like I'm a stocky baby mom too. I want to know if she's fine. Cause like I definitely want to know if she could be a third at least once. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but that's that, how I. I'm talking about y'all still fucking. You know what I mean? Cause some of these here? some of these guys be they be trapping some beautiful ass women. But they be pea brain, so you know what I mean? All you can really do is fuck. I mean, that's how I feel, you know what I mean? What are your thoughts? Because you're over here all giggles and shit. Yikes. Yikes, that's that's tough. That's really tough. Like, I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I hate that for (laughs) y'all. I I do, I really do, I really do. Because, like, your personal mindset and your thought process is built off of you, right? So the notion to wait... The notion to uh, not like someone because they're not physically attractive to you, that really is based off of your own personal experience. And preference. I liken this to you, right? Like, we've had conversations about you being locked in with somebody from 17 to 20, whatever, right? I've been outside for years. Yeah, we outside, (laughs) boy! I just got outside. No, I'm not going to lie. I've been locked down for like three I've shut everything down the last couple of years. Like, I've done everything you can really ever think of. Like, I've been around. I'd be around women all the time. Like, that's just a norm for me. That's how I move normally, right? So, when I hear women talk about, like, that aspect of, like, that post that you have posted, I'm just like, you maybe just haven't been outside enough yet. Because this is really what outside looks like. Like, I'm not even going to lie. You're (laughs) right. Because when we first met... (laughs) <laughs> when we first like when we first met on Facebook, you know, like I was like, hey, where everyone like, meets, yeah, for sure. She she look good. I would eat her ass type <laughs> shit, right? But we, we became this podcast out of here. But we but we became friends. Like this is one of my good friends now. I love this girl. But when we first met, I didn't know that she had been locked down with her baby daddy for so long, and me, 
I've been outside since I was 17. You feel me? Like we would. I had a fake ID at 17. Don't like, admit that. Don't I miss my. That. I miss my senior, uh, the you know, the last week of senior year when they do all mm-hmm. the fun stuff. Allegedly. Uh, right? But it's really just boring ass shit. I miss that. I walked in on the panoramic photo in the clothes that I went to jail in. My mom was so mad. She dropped me off. They had saw me in that she clothes. Did she pay for the photos? No. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? She dropped me off. She dropped me off at the school. They had seen me. Like, I had been gone like three days. Like, this is this what y'all saw me for where on Friday. Fuck. This is awkward. But I walked in on that type of shit, you know what I mean? Like I I have I've been outside since I was young. Correction, I've not been that outside. I've been outside. <laughs> just not that. But far it was out. really just because it wasn't nothing bad. You know what I mean? I got arrested because we were smoking at Castle Hill. Castle Hill, if you don't know, is like like this badass place that gentrification took away here in Austin. But, you know, that's a conversation for another day. And I had a warrant for, like, a car wreck that I had gotten to when I was, like, 14. So I went to jail for, like, two days, two and a half days. Most of it was sitting in, like, it was downtown, too. So it was, like, fucking horrid. God, all the homeless people. Like, I had a crackhead trying to, like, cuddle with me the whole time. And I'm like, damn, bitch, I get that I'm big, but, like, I'm not generating heat. It's cold in this bitch. Like, get off me. They take your ponytail, your brows, your drawers, everything. Oh, jail ain't for me. Yeah. It's definitely not for me. Like, no, I can't take that from me. And then they they only only, only served bologna. Like, I don't even eat pork. Like, I ate the apple, and it was red. Uh, yeah, I don't like red apples. I don't like red apples no. either. It's like leathery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a texture thing. Like, but green apples taste total, totally different. No, we had the same. We was like, Ugh, Ugh. Just, no. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah. But no, I, I you know, look. Every everybody that knows, like I, I was a good girl growing up. Like I was chill. Like I was not. Out, I wasn't outside like that. Like I was definitely wanted <laughs> and I was known, but I was just too focused on being faithful and shit. And so it's just like you get your turn when you get your turn. So I've been locked down for all this time. Now I've been outside. Nasty out here. I she been outside with oh, me, fella. Oh, look, listen. <laughs> I've been enjoying outside. Okay, outside loves me. The streets call me every day. Okay, and she be calling me. Listen, <laughs> look, I, I didn't know, I didn't know, like, right, because look, I didn't know the streets was going to let me this much, and I didn't know I was going to let the streets like that, and I didn't know alcohol was going to be calling me yeah, almost every day. You feel day. me, you feel me. Especially the Espelon Reposado. When like, I guess like, right before COVID, like I was in a committed relationship, like three year, like long relationship. First year of COVID was like- our You're 25 and you were in a three year long relationship, so you was outside at 22? No, she was outside. No, I was that. outside before that. Like when me and my that boyfriend met, I was not working that, as not, she said, my that one. That one. I've only <laughs> had like two serious I've only had like two, no, three real serious boyfriends, right? And when me and that boyfriend met, I was working at a call center and at the strip club. So I was in the streets, you feel me? Like like I I was at the strip club almost every night. They had me promoting downtown. Like, I was going to other strip clubs to promote our strip clubs, but I was only a waitress. You feel me? I would have thrown my ass. I feel like they was, they, stripper, stripper waitresses are tougher than the strippers. No, definitely, because, like, a lot of the guys <laughs> come in 
and want the waitresses. And they want the waitresses. And that's, yeah, they get this, that's how I met my boyfriend. Like, he came in, like, consecutive, like, six shifts. And, like, Not six shifts. And he was paying me <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, all type of stuff. It, exactly. He was paying me. And, look, I'm working at the strip club, like, as a second gig. Like, I obviously need the money. So, I, I, you know, trick turn love. God damn. Trick it'd turn be, love. It'd be like <laughs> but, that. I'm trying to be know, like that. That's what I'm trying to find. But I'm I was locked down for like three years. So when we got to COVID, outside of COVID, you know, getting back outside, like I was outside. Like Winton, he wouldn't ever let me get on a plane, right? Go somewhere with my sister or my homegirls. Why? Because... You know, because she was outside. Because I was outside, and the streets love me. You feel me? The streets love me. He came out his outside for yeah. And she on the flight. And he had just like when we had got together, he had just got out of prison for like fourteen years. You feel me? I bet he was definitely older. Okay, this this makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm not asking why no more. Exactly, perfect sense. Perfect. Exactly. You get it. You get it. You get it. He's not asking why no more. And so, yeah, super big insecurities, and those like prevented me from doing it. Like I didn't get to go to Cali for the first time, like with with my sister for her birthday because like he was like, no, I can't go out of state because I'm on parole, so you can't go. And when I say this, ladies. If it's not a brother or a cousin, do not communicate and get locked down with these niggas in jail or these niggas who are, they got papers and shit like that that restrict you from doing shit because at the end of the day, like, shit, Shall go I live your life. Jail, nigga. And that was a, for, for like niggas. three years. I, that's what like kept me was him. Like I couldn't do shit. So when I got outside COVID and I had that unemployment COVID money, Hey, 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 Listen, unemployment was giving me like dollars, dollars. I was working at Build a Sign at the time. It was giving me like 75% of what I would have been making like if I was going to work. Plus the six. Plus the six. You feel me? So like, yeah, yeah. I was balling. I used to work for unemployment and follow those claims. Me too. I worked for unemployment and filed the claims too. It was crazy hard. I got approved so quickly and like shit. I had you know people calling me. Uh, with Drake and Khaled, Grease, that came out. A song. It's the song called Grease. No, yeah, we I not heard that one like yet. that. Maybe we listen. It, to that old was school. at that time. Like he's basically saying, like you can buy whatever you want type energy. So when I was dealing with unemployment, I was on that energy with all the women. <laughs> uh, you buy whatever you Get want. Whatever you, you want. want. He's on that Ti. You can have and whatever listen, you like. Write. I've never even been on. Like I didn't even know unemployment existed until that day they fired us it was like get the fuck out hand us your equipment like don't come back mm-hmm. you can't use our gym you can't use our cafeteria like i was like you have they were like you have to be an actual employee and i was a temp about to be like temp transitioned right yeah and they were like no i'm sorry i was like damn this is a good ass fucking job i was in sales my work husband he had made like <laughs> not work hundreds of thousands. Hey, look, me and Chad. <laughs> not Chad. But my work has been like he was one of those gamers. So like he was hitting his numbers and making those sales and like he would get a bonus check of like three thousand, four thousand dollars. Like that's the potential that that job had. So I was like so excited to get on mm-hmm. and COVID fucked it up for me. You feel COVID me? A lot of shit up. It really did. I haven't Friendships worked, too. Friendships I haven't worked too. in a physical building in four and a half years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> Just made us come back, but it's okay. Because working at Tesla was home. me going back into a building, and it's my oh, first. I've heard, I heard. I've heard Tesla's tough. All those clean niggas that are out there. 
I heard that's tough for women. Yes, that's what I keep hearing. Like, I heard the men. They say the men. It's horrible. I heard that's a tough out. It's like the pay is good, but it don't, you know, the men ain't worth it. I feel like working at Tesla at this point is worse than working in the strip club. If you're insecure. I'm like, no comment. <laughs> Bro, no she comment. Can't, she's trying to keep her job. <coughs> she don't need nobody from Tesla uh, watching this motherfucker talking about some she was talking shit. No comment. I love my workplace. <laughs> I'm excelling. If you see this. And like, Tesla's off of. I'm like, up for promotion. Right? I'm not going to say anything, man. I love my job. But yeah, like even outside of Tesla, like let's get on this for a minute, right? Because I've had physical encounters with men that I've had to reject. Like, I'm talking about like fist and physical encounters with men that like I've had to say, hey, no, it's not happening, or I like we're I don't want to give you my number. So at this point, I literally give my number out to everybody and block you accordingly. We had a, That's what you got a text app. I, I give them, I got a text app and I give them that. So if they do that bullshit where they want to try to call you real quick, they see my phone ring. Yeah, you see something. see, maybe ring. I should get on that, do the text app. But you know, I never keep up with it and keep the same number. But like, I've always blocked accordingly because like, I've had like to reject a dude or I even had a dude tell my home, like try to get at my home girl. And when she said no, he just said and pointed at me, oh, well, I fucked your friend. Like, what? And so they, they came to me and like, wait, what, what happened? I'm like, yo, this is not true. Dude, like, full on, like, decked me in the mouth. Because I said, like, I don't know who you are, sir. So, like, that experience has forever altered how men approach me downtown or, like, out and stuff. Like, a lot of them just, I'm just going to give you my number and get out of your face immediately so nothing transpires. Like, you know, like when we went out on Sunday and your cousin was like in those weird, like constantly in those weird guys. I was like, all right, I got to get away from these guys. Cause like, I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna have to break a nose. Cause like, that's where I, I go from zero to a hundred when those dudes are being weird and we're out drinking. I've, blo- I've broken plenty of noses downtown. I will say I'm proud of that because I've always been in either like protection of myself or my friends are getting, you know, people away. And, like, listen, I'm bisexual, but I will say this. Me and my homegirl beat up a transgender man downtown because he, and it's not a hate crime. It's not a hate crime. Okay? It's not a hate crime. This is why. This is why, right? So walking, you'll have to listen to the story. Walking downtown, right, you're walking in front of the cars. And, like, all I see is this beamer, like, speeding, like, almost going into the pedestrian lane, hitting us walking, right? So I don't say anything, but like my facial expressions, motherfucker. So like that motherfucker knew we was plexed up. So he gets out. I apologize. She gets out <laughs> of the vehicle, and is like, "What's what's up, bitch?" And then I'm immediately like, once again, no offense. This is a man. Like that's those are my words that come out of my mouth. Because as soon as, as soon as she comes out the car, this is. You six foot three. You got <laughs> muscles on you. You feel me? If you took this hoe off, like, I really think you was one of these niggas at the art selling dope. Like, I, you, you feel me? I was, I was appalled. Like, and I was just like, not this motherfucker think he's gonna fight me, but like, okay. And then like, I had a friend that was like way shorter than me. And instead of like saying something to me, the person who had 
like you person who almost hit person who like had a face towards you you sling my five to five foot two friend by her hair what and i'm just sitting here in like all like drunk high of course crossfaded i'm sitting here in, in awe like did this motherfucker really do this <laughs> so i'm on this motherfucker ass like a barracuda like if y'all, if if I was still friends with this girl, you know, she cut me off the day of our birthdays. Once again, another story. But if she would, if she she would tell you what happened, like I literally had him on his back, his legs were between my like arms like this, and I was holding him. Like I don't know how. I guess the adrenaline, but I was holding his legs down like this, and at the same time punching him. <laughs> this shit and he was trying to kick me <laughs> like he couldn't because I had his legs and like it was just so wild because we got into like he was literally on the floor snatch his wig off <laughs> like <laughs> something podcast is out of here like, it's time to go home after that <laughs> yeah like with this wig off and everything and but it was like you know an encounter downtown I had to fight a man, and it's not the, it was not the first time. Like, it's it not the first time. A tranny? Not the first time you had to fight a Oh, no, no, no. It was the first time I had to. Gender. Oh, I'm sorry, trans. It was the first time I had to fight a transgender really. woman, right? But I have fought cis men, which are biological men, right? Plenty of times over, you Not know, my hot, my hot, <laughs> I'm over here <laughs> in my chest. A plethora. Like, <laughs> a plethora. You feel me? You would be behooved if you could see the playback footage of, you know, the encounters that I've had and have to encounter with men. Um, thankfully, not too many of them were black men. I, I will say I'm thankful for that. But I have, like, you know, the dude who Some points me for them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not really. The dude who punched me in my face that we were talking about, like, that was a black dude. Was yeah, black. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was bald, so, like, I understand why. Like, he was really mad. Like, I would be mad if I was bald, too. You yeah. want with the wig? No. No, no, no. Oh, the took, one that punched you in the mouth. Yeah. Well, you took this part out of here. I thought you well, were shy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really wild. But, you know, that's the things that we deal with, you know, as women. We deal with the hostile and fear of like being approached by men. No, absolutely. But I, still wanting that, like we still want somebody that we can feel safe with going on picnics, going to movies, going on late night drives. But it's hard to find those kind of things because no, they just want to fuck. Exactly. And if it's not, they want to fuck. <laughs> if it's not that they want to fuck, they want to play games and like, think you want to like, you know, trick on them because there's a lot of women out here who are insecure and who have been beat down who think that paying a man to be around is what you know is is gonna suffice don't get me wrong with being a woman in a relationship and pulling your weight and doing for your man that's not the same thing as giving your check to a nigga and expecting to get like a hundred dollars and you ration out your hundred dollars of your check which you know i know there's plenty of women that i've seen in the past do that putting me women that i know do that now, you know what I mean? Which is wild, because who? You ever had any? Who, who gonna do that? You had some tricks? No. Trick like, daddies? Trick for, mommies? So that's why, I was, that's why I wanted to bring up um, your personal experience. 
I can hear you. I can okay. hear Okay, that's what I was saying earlier about like your own personal experiences. Like I've been outside since I was X amount of years old, but I ain't been outside like you. I ain't been outside <laughs> like you. But like I've been like I've never had a problem with dating. Dating has never been an issue for me. Like whatsoever. Not like not once. Because I date I don't date to get to know someone. I get to know someone to date. Like I don't I'm not a person who's willing to be a speed dater. Like I don't need you to be the person who I don't need to date them all, quote unquote. Like I'm perfectly fine with getting to know someone first and then going on a date with them. So I've, I've never had an issue with dating or dealing with women, in a sense of like dating. I've had some crazy bitches where I had to change the <laughs> lock. Like that, that's the truth. But like, Man, I've I never, ain't had, never had that. You ain't never had the lock changed. Yeah, what that piece like? I <sighs> was a tough out. Yeah, that was a tough out. I had to change the lock at the old place. Oh, the one that you, where y'all were like, is that the one you were in the relationship and y'all decided not to be in the relationship, but y'all still stayed together? Tripping. Kind of. It was like, you, 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 y'all both, tripping. y'all, y'all both been in situations where you pull up to the crib and you don't want to pull up to the crib because yeah, you're yeah. dealing with somebody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. disclaimer, <laughs> never in my 25 years of life have I ever lived with another human being. Okay. Don't do in that. an That's intimate smart. way, right? And any of the guys that I've ever dated, majority of them have always had their own spot. You know what I mean? So you're the outlier in liar because a lot of women who don't really deal with a lot of you know certain men, like sometimes men don't have their own spots. Yeah. Sometimes men do have their own spots. So you've only dealt with men who have their own spots. Yeah. From at age of 25. Yeah, both. Moving backwards, are you dealing with men that are older or are you dealing with men that are your same exact age or younger? I'm not going to lie. You know that <laughs> little TikTok where, like, she, like, um, they say I'm a cougar if young niggas. Yeah, they say it's a young nigga world. You know, young niggas. Young niggas like to fuck me. You know what I mean? Young niggas will tell but, me straight up it's a young nigga world, what you mean? I'm like, well, come here. Yeah, shit. because I'm not, like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, my ex, going to his prison, he did obviously 14 years in prison, right? He went down when he was 18. So he got out. He was seasoned. Seasoned. He was old man. From prison? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, my God. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I was like, wait, what? But, yes, you know, he did um, He did 14 years. <laughs> he said it so is. <laughs> The way he eased it is so smooth from prison. (laughs) That is not what the fuck he's talking about. Oh my gosh, I got to season five. It's a different type of seasoning. It is crazy. Right. (laughs) Salad toss seasoning? or Definitely didn't drop the soap seasoning. You feel me? Wasn't one of them. Look, we just had to clarify. He wasn't Tracy Morgan. You feel me? Yeah. He wasn't that. The longest yard. Yeah, exactly. In hell no. I'm picturing that whole scene right now. Like, I wish I did not have this movie in my head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish I did not have this movie in my head right now. Because now I'm just seeing all of them yeah, in these Yeah, he was pom-poms. older. So, like, I'm really not. <clears throat> Let so me are just, you mainly into? I've been talk- we've been talking for 30 minutes, right? What are you mainly into? Older men, younger men, or ones your age? What are, what I'm are really all around 25. I'll just go ahead. You know, my name's Kareen. You feel me? I've been talking. That's just like, really, it's just my ADHD. Like, that's how it go. They wanted to put me on a spot earlier, but like, 
you know you can't do that to somebody like you know what I mean because you're just gonna freeze and look crazy but now we have 30 minutes into it y'all have heard my opinions and some of the things that I've said my name's Kareen um you can follow me on Instagram Facebook and Snapchat at Kareen DeQueen um Kareen Karen with an e at the end but yeah I was gonna that. say you might want to spell that because they yeah K A R E N E H W R K A R E N E D A Queen. You feel me? My cash app is that with a one at the end. It's my baby picture. So, <laughs> so anyone send a dollar, say hi. So you know, at 25 years old, I'm really at the point to where. I, like you said, Kelvin, like I'm willing to get to know someone, go on a date with them and grow with that person. You know what I mean? If we're in a sense of like dating to be serious, dating to marry type of thing. Um, since I've been in a, you know, an evolved dating, you know, hyper sexual thing since I was like 17, I've had my shared experiences of like, situationship, being the free side chick, you know what I mean? Gonna do that again. Being the paid side chick, that's kind of fun. And, you know, all other kind of things. <laughs> like, relationship. Look, I have, I've, been, I've been the not paid side dude. It's, it's kind of still not, fun. It's still fun it's as still the fun dude, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But as the girl, it's just like not fun. And no, I will never be a side paid? chick again because it's uh, really... You just shorty get nothing just, out of it, but shorty pays pussy. for the hotels. Shorty asked me to be places that I shouldn't be in. The danger zone. You uh, was in. You was in the house. Yeah, the danger zone. Yeah, exactly. That's what they call oh, you. That's what you call a no-no square. Yeah. Well, I don't think I was in. I think mine was all paid because all the niggas I fuck would take me places. So I don't know. Oh no, no. I I like the fact yeah. that you only want to fuck me. Like I'm okay with that. Like I don't want to. I don't want to conversate with you. I don't want to have a great time. I don't want you to take me to. I, if you, if I'm the nigga who's just supposed to come in and do the cleanup, not the cleanup. Yeah, you got to clean up the old nigga I shit. I fuck with the, the it. I fuck with shit. it. You know what? I, I got about one or two. And I got one. I got That's one right now, for, like, and I think not be in public. You can't. You not. We're not gonna I'm go not in gonna public. Lie. I think I'm the cleanup. You just open my eyes. Oh my god! I'm a man's cleanup. Now you finna have me texting. Um, I am this man's cleanup. Am I who you call when you just? Trying to I bust go and clean him up. I'm a cleanup. I'm a cleaning lady. Look, call y- me Consuela. Y'all got me finna start texting people. Um, am I who you hit up when you just? When you just trying to fuck? It's okay because I know this good, good. But like, don't do me like that because I got a personality and feelings and heart. But at the same time, I think my biggest thing is as far as like going along with what we were just talking about, relationships and things of that sort and men. I do want children. I want like a family. You know what I mean? You got kids. I ain't got kids. You feel me? I got a dog and two turtles. Shout out to Lennox, Nezuko, <laughs> and Tsunade. I love you bitches because they're all females. Ride or die gang. And I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I've been around kids my whole life. You know, we was we was the age of kids babysitting kids. Yeah. You feel me? Like, we was 12, 10 years old, and we had, like, at least a toddler and, like, some kind of, like, 12 to 18-month-old baby, like, with us as children. 
And that continued because our older brothers and sisters were starting to have kids. You know what I mean? I became an aunt when I was in the eighth grade. And, you know, my summer going into going into freshman year, I spent, instead of going to basketball camp, everything that I had planned, I spent my summer babysitting my niece. So you ready for a family? Every day. You feel me? Is that what it is? Are you ready yeah, for a family? Yeah, for sure. Too? I definitely feel at, like at 25, at my point in life, I'm ready for a family. Like I said, um, you know, shout out to Daddy Elon. You know what I mean? I'm up for a promotion. Hopefully that goes through for me. Like I'm, you know, building my career. And, you know, they're very, you know, they're, it, it's just so many benefits at my job. You know what I mean? That, like, I could get good, get in with, stay with, build a career. You know, I get my career set, you know. So you're trying to do that before you start a family? No, I wouldn't say that. What is your career? What do you want to do? Like, ideally, you're 25. Ideally, ideally I'm a leader, if we're going to be honest. I'm a full-blown leader. I want, this is something I want to do. I want to do my own podcast. You know what I mean? I always talked about my wanting to do my own podcast. One of my biggest things was uh, I was going to do it with my brother. But, you know, last year he got locked up. You know, he was doing some illegal shit. Drugs. (laughs) You know, THC, marijuana things. But, you know, he got locked up. And one of the biggest things that, one of the things that I wanted to bring out into the platform was, you know, the U.S. prison system and prison reform. You know, this is my brother's second time being locked down. And, you know, my podcast was genuinely going to be about my family, my life, everything that we've been through. Because, you know, it's a testament. Every no, I know everyone has a testament. Everyone has a story. I'm never going to diminish that from anyone. Um, but when I say, like, shit, on some Mission Impossible shit, like, our life has really been something. And, you know, we wanted to shed light on that. Our experiences and the things that we've learned, you know, to bring better, you know, life, better care, better love to our communities. Okay. Oh, me. I need to talk into the mic. But, yeah, so that's something, you know, we were working on. And, you know, I I want to be and, – and, and when I get in a sense of leader, I don't mean a leadership in someone else's company. You know what I mean? I mean a, leader, a leader in my community, a pillar for my community. You know, I'm Afro-Latina, so there's two sides that I represent in every way I go. You know what I mean? And, you know – when my brother got arrested, you know, we were doing things in our community. Like that year we had built a park in our community. We had did this bomb ass fireworks show in our community. You know, we had, you know, back to school bashes for the kids, bringing backpacks, school supplies. So we were really doing a thing in our neighborhood that, you know, when my grandmother came from Mexico, we were the first people to have a plot. We sold our land to the people around us and created the neighborhood you know, Stony Pointy one seven bitch. I'm we created that shit. You feel me? <laughs> like dead ass G two G. You feel me? Gentlemen, gangsters to gentlemen, Frenchies, follow us, fuck with us. We got a litter now out now. That's I think that's my my thing with like relationships, right? I want the sweet stuff like picnics and stuff like that. But shit, I want to fuck at a festival. You this feel is me? the Can We Talk podcast episode eighty four. We are back. <laughs> Technical issues be fucking me up. Uh, new equipment, new phone. I need another new uh, pieces of piece. I need a new phone. Basically, is what's happening right now. So my phone <laughs> is struggling 
to get over the, the finish line at this point. So we're on our way to 100. But we were talking about something that was very important to you, a cause you were dealing with. If that's something you still want to talk about, we can do that or we can go somewhere completely different. It's up to you. She, this is her episode, honestly. I'm dead. <laughs> yes, I did talk about it. Yeah, because I know me shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like I was saying, you know, my brother. Park, we purchased land. All yeah, that shit. All that shit. Really, really. And so like me and my brother, really my brother was a mastermind. You know what I mean? And as an older brother should be. You know what I mean? We didn't have mm-hmm. a father figure. He did everything. You know, it took him a while to get there. You know what I mean? But he was putting a lot of things in play for our family. Um, he was more than willing to help me get through anything I wanted to do. Like I was saying, like he wanted to send me on trips to get content, to be an influencer, do podcasts, things of that sort. Have you ever done a podcast before? No, I haven't like done a podcast before. So this is definitely like a I set a topic. high bar for a lot of podcasters. Like a lot of people who, if, like if you do something after this based off of your own personal content mm-hmm. or mine, let me know. <laughs> he said, let me know. Let me know what it looks like out there. No facts. But no, I definitely got, <laughs> I definitely, let like, me know who's as it. far as like your setup and everything that you got, like it, it definitely gave me confidence because this is definitely achievable for me. You know what I mean? Um, and one of my uh, jack, I mean, you know, you can call me a jack of many trades or whatever. I'm an interior designer. You feel me? You put me, and Ross. Shout out Walmart. to Ross. Shout out to the Ross back in, in Round Rock because that's it's back. Like I don't know if you know, like Round Rock like that. <laughs> when but did it leave? <laughs> I mean, did the they? The tornado. It smashed it. It oh. just came back like a month ago. Oh my god! The tornado hey. crossed. Like y'all don't remember seeing that shit? The tornado crossed across. All that, that cheap Ross. ass merchandise gone. <laughs> No, it crossed Ross, that Walmart was tough, that uh, PetSmart was tough, that, uh, what is it, the, um, what's it called? Whatever that other store is that does the same shit that Ross does. That whole plaza was fucked up for a while. Dee Dee's? Dee Dee's, yeah. Damn. You see how I knew old. that? You see how I knew that? Look, you already <laughs> knew, like. That's the savings. That's that it's the same savings. Shit. That's that bargain. But no, I will tell you, a lot of the times Dee Dee's shit be cheaper. No, that's the truth. That's the there truth. There should be cheaper. That's the truth, yeah. They absolutely. don't always have, like, Nike shit. and shit. You know what I mean? But they be having shit, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, no. Yeah, for when sure. When you balling on a budget, you know what to do. But like I was saying, like, I've always been really good at interior design, so this definitely gave me motivation to, for me to feel like I can definitely start my own podcast and get myself off the ground. Because I've always felt like these things were so complicated, but I know they're not. But I also don't never have, like, the Blueprint. motivation. No. Motivation to properly do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I could do it, but I just never have, like, hey, you could do this. Mm-hmm. When What's I the started the podcast, I, I literally had a, a cell phone with a, a table stand and we were just yelling into the phone. And that's how I started. That's a lot. <laughs> that's not a lot. That's just a to lot. be sitting there on a table, like, a brand, just sitting on a table, like sitting at a table with a cell phone and a stand, just what talking to it. What is you drinking on? Vodka. Interesting. Mm, that was tequila. I was going to say, put me a little, put a little shot of here. There is vodka in here. It's definitely about I'm to be Cinco de Drinko. Put that in Sprite. It'll be lit. Shout out to the Mexicans. But you have to, you have to, like, when it comes to, like, um, 
starting a box, I, I get asked this question all the fucking time, like for years. I've been doing this for a long time. They're like, how do I start it? All I say is just start. Just do it. Yeah. Have an have a, have a episode number one. Yeah. Once you have an episode number one, you can then decide how episode two goes. Yeah. Once you have a two, you can decide a three. Yeah. And, then, and like I can take these like conversations that I have to my, with myself in the mirror, like worldwide. And like I feel, because so I be cracking myself up. You feel me? I know, like, I feel, yeah, like, I, go live. I feel like I'm one of the funniest people that <laughs> a lot of people know. You know what I mean? Like, not even on some, like, oh, she says funny things, but like, you know, I just feel like I'm genuinely funny. Just naturally funny, funny all over Yeah. Around. And like, that's one of the biggest, if you want to get my clip big, <laughs> make me laugh. <laughs> you want to get my clip big? Clip. Clip. I need the least knee Your snappers. Big? Yeah, like you know, pulsing. You know what I mean? Like tuk, okay, so because so you know, that. technically, it, say that. Don't okay. make it longer. Like okay, <laughs> throb. Yeah, but like say it gets that. big, <laughs> but it gets big. Like yeah, it, it swells up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If you want to get my click big? <laughs> you feel me? Tell me that I am funny or that I smell good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's definitely one of the two things that like I, like I make you laugh like. And I've definitely, like, let's not play games. Like, I've giggled some men out their pantses. Pantses before. Giggled <laughs> nigga out his pants before. Giggled him out his drawers. Hell. He yeah. laughed so hard, he wanted to take his pants off for me. Yep, I, I've had somebody laugh so hard, they was ready to give me some dick. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, I laughed when he took his pants off. <laughs> i okay. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's not, not okay. everybody's dick's big. That is not okay. That is that's okay. That is not okay. You, it's okay though. Mm-mm. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. I've taken one for the team. Oh, me too. But the best part about being a woman and being a bisexual. What is woman, happening right now? Men. <laughs> we told you we were talking about sex. <laughs> but the best part about being a bisexual woman is that even if there's nothing there, you have to rub you my can make something work because yeah. you done made something work. You can, yeah, if you, you done scissors, then you could definitely work with a little dick. Because sure. I don't even really need your dick, nigga. Really, I just need like rub on the clit. I just need a sensation. <laughs> I on just the clit. need something touching that. Like it can even be your stomach, we nigga. Out of here. Because in reality, majority of women who do like enjoy sex or have like a sexual sensation. It's always through clitoris stimulation. Yeah. Penetration is not one of those good things. Like, we do it because you like it, right? You know what I mean? Wait, what? We get Beat on top- my walls in, okay? <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> and like, moving yeah, angles so that hell scraping the sides of the <laughs> yeah, walls. Yeah, there's Shit. definitely some, like, I won't say, like, I don't like penetration. But I guess you're saying you most, of, I mean? but most of our stimulation time, is definitely from clit stimulation. Clit stimulation when we orgasm. How many women you know orgasm off getting penetrated? Have you ever orgasm off getting penetrated? Actually, I have. Okay, that's some good dick, bitch. I ain't never. <laughs> bitch, it, it was. Shit. I, I ain't never just off of penetration. Straight. I ain't never just like. I don't like, feel like I ever haven't. But look, oh, I just added her back on Snapchat. She just, I found her on Snapchat. Yo, this girl, this girl, this girl. What she do? She she rocked my fucking world. Look, I will tell you that. Why'd you have to find her back? She wasn't already in the talk. No, so I got a new phone. <laughs> oh, okay. I got a new phone, and I only had her phone number. Didn't have her number memorized. I only had her phone number, and I don't know why, but my phone broke, and then I never got to text her. And, you know, yeah, she definitely rocked my world. <laughs> definitely did. I miss her. Good old Millie. What was the worst sexual experiences you guys both had? <laughs> he tried to stick it in my booty. 
That's what? Shit, so, he sucked oh, it from Did he finish, like, outside of that? Was that just an instance? Or did you, you were like, you're done with this interaction after that? The very, very first time. <laughs> Not the very, very first time. Those <laughs> mad times. <laughs> There's been a few. <laughs> but it's grown on me since then. Hold on, wait. So it was bad, but... but it was bad. You tried it again, you ran butt. that shit back, and it actually. Yeah, my worst it. sexual experience is something that I would try again with the dude. If with someone who knew what they were doing, right? But yeah, he started sticking my butt, and it was like a. Now that I know, because I have, you know, gay friends, and they've told me how it goes when they start, you know, booty play, when they start bussying, is. You know, <laughs> this is the first time pussy has ever been <laughs> equal on the Candy Talk podcast. It's tough. I like anal, so I don't. I don't know. The first they told me, you know, you're supposed to go slow. You're supposed to like slowly inch your way up and open it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This nigga went full on. Oh my gosh! Like Come bone to bone, stuck it in. Couldn't shit right for a week. Like. And it was the worst thing ever. And it was mainly because I couldn't ship right for a week, right? So, like, I was backed up. And living in a dorm, you know, it was You went to college? Yeah. What college? Texas State. So, it was Shots not the... San Marcus. Oh, yeah. It was definitely wild out there in San Marcus. It's a Marcus. tough time There's out there. stories out there. I even the got square? a rap for y'all. Huh? Would you pull up at the square? Oh, yeah. We definitely always pulled up the square. Square's fun. I'm not I've gonna been lie. To the square a few it's times. only a few times. I don't know what y'all talking about. Huh? I don't know what y'all talking about. It's like a, that's like a plaza. I don't know. I, I ain't. That's like a plaza. That's. Like, I gotta take you. I gotta take you. Don't take her. She's older. No, there's no. I, I say that in the sense of like, there's only like twenty. I'm only twenty nine and younger. That are no, out there. I'm not gonna lie. In the most like, I would say in the past like four years, it's not a lot of young people. Oh, I haven't been in like eleven years. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not. Know. It's not what it. <laughs> at Texas State, like that Texas State. It's it, out of here. It's not the same like that no more. You know what I mean? Oh, that's tough. A lot of. Um, I mean, definitely still. Actually, party. that should be a little nasty. It's a college it's, town. It's definitely still party school, party central. We still get down, you know, out there in the Ave type shit. Five hundred two. You feel me? But. <laughs> At Gross. the end of the day, like the the <laughs> so square, like it it became, and I could say like my class, class of twenty twenty, like Black Texas State, kind of transformed the square from being fully on like twenty twenty three year old white people to a diverse group of people because like th- we would throw brunches and we would throw events and parties and we would rent out their venues. So in the most recent years, it's definitely changed. Oh, that's a tough out because, like, the square back. So, I don't even want to talk about this. It's just something that's come up because <laughs> we have no topics, right? But, like, when I was in San Marcos, I, I never went to the school. I was just there for the, the particular women I was there for. That was when the toll roads first opened. And the thotties. No, no, no. They weren't there yet. They weren't there yet. <gasps> it was like the really like super conservative women that were there before the toll roads opened up. Uh, so he said before the toll roads. <laughs> yeah, before you can get there in ten minutes or whatever, or thirty minutes or so. Like to get from Austin to San Marcos with I thirty five was an hour plus back in the day. Oh babe. <laughs> like getting to San Antonio was like two. So that's uh, a three blunt drive right there. What? What's That's a market? three blunt San, drive. San Hour what? and a half? You gotta have at least three blunts. Oh, okay. I was confused. I'm old. <laughs> I don't know. But uh like 
<laughs> he's a, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> St. Marcus was, was definitely different when I was there. Like, I actually celebrated my 22nd birthday when I was in St. Marcus. Like, my own girl was going to uh, Texas State, and we would, like, pull up to the fucking Panda Express that was there before there was, like, the shopping center behind it and just, like, kick it. Like, yeah, I'm that old. Yeah. <laughs> You're that old, guy. Okay. You are. You are. We the outlets was not that. It wasn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the end of the day, look, when we got there at Texas State, we was more, like, kicking at the student center, kicking it at the rec. Oh, yeah. I've been to the rec. I play basketball at the rec. Yeah, I fuck with the rec. <laughs> I fuck with the rec. Pick some, put some things in the rec. My homegirl's Negro at the time was cheating on her, and I told her that he was, and he challenged me to a one-on-one basketball game. At the rec? And I was, yeah, with the little sleeves that were dropping down. Was, I was like, what, what are we doing, bro? Yo, you know. <laughs> this nigga went all out. He was crossing me up and shit. I was like, I'm drunk. I don't even want to play. <laughs> now he was crossing you up. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to San Marcus. Yeah, I was outside. Yeah, it got down at the rec. He was definitely challenging people. Like We used to challenge other groups of people, like classes. Because before we got to Texas State, we had a group message. So we had known each other for like 10 plus months already. Mm-hmm. And uh, the class before us, their group chat, full of drama, broke up, didn't last like two or three days. And then before they broke off into separate groups. But those separate groups would always challenge us at the rec. Like when we were in our group and we would play them again in volleyball or we would like play them in basketball and we would yeah, always shit, beat them. That's just like cut off in different sections with like little drape down shit. Yeah, it's Old pretty times. cool though. With, a, with a, uh, one of those wraparound mm-hmm. tracks at the top where you could run, mm-hmm. which was really cool because- Running around the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the inside? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's definitely... Like and, and they had gyms upstairs. <laughs> and, like, it was... Texas State Rec is, is, is big. Definitely not nothing compared to the Rec at uh, UT. That was really nice. All right, Bree, you got to close this out. What, what what else can we talk about at this point? Um, We're about to close out with... <laughs> it's Get tested. For a second. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to close Get out with tested. And make sure that y'all are telling people that y'all got something, because that's crazy. So... We can we can talk about that, but I still want to follow up with what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, has anyone told you ever in a relationship that they have something? Girl, we was just talking about this yeah. in the car. And what were I've you had- Because I personally like I I've been outside since I was thirteen. Sorry, that's just the truth. But you like, fuck it. <laughs> fucking fuck. <laughs> but I'm grateful to get to this point and not have to have personally have to experience that. But I've heard I've had conversations with people who are like. Hey, I got this. Yeah, and I've had to experience. They'd be it, like, for sure. Do you still want to move forward with this? Hell no! <laughs> you gave me yeah. like you. What? No. Hey. It's nothing wrong with you, and that's yeah. you know that's how you decide to deal with what to you live deal your with. life. You do that. That's perfectly fine. But I appreciate you giving me the power of choice. I love the power of choice from any woman. Like if a woman tells me she has this, and I say no, and they don't like be mad and upset. I just know there's mad niggas who aren't mad or upset about receiving that kind of information. Me, no. Got premium dick. I don't want to, I can't, I can't bring my dick down. Like, that. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with it. And I never make anyone feel any less than what they are. Like, I'm not, you're a dirty bitch. No, that happened to you. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah. That yeah. can't happen to me. See, the <laughs> worst part about that, like, it's crazy that you said that and like, got to that specific because we were literally just talking about it. Right, right before we came up here. Right before we came up here. 
So recently, um, I had a sexual encounter with someone who um, I deal with, I have dealt with, tell me, message me, and like tell me that I was the one who gave him chlamydia. Like, a full-blown gave him something. And That's me, curable, right? Yeah, it's curable. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never... Tell someone that help. Yeah. 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 Clear, fully curable. Get your antibiotics. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed about if you're fucking, like, go clean yourself, right? But when he told me that, I was shocked because I have never caught anything being outside since I was 16. You know, and lost my virginity. Be mindful that you're on this, too. Yeah. So, wait, wait, what? Just be mindful if you're going to explain something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully. But yeah, he fully said that I gave it to him and it was me and I got tested. I don't have anything. I'm fully clean, full bill of health, just like at the beginning of January of 2023. Just like 2021, 22, 23, 19, 18, <laughs> 17, 16, 15, 14, 20, 2011, 2012. Like we can go down the list. I've been clean. You feel me? Keep this country clean. You're annoying. But like, <laughs> homie full-fledged tried to, you know, throw that jacket on me and in this day and age it's super easy to throw that jacket on somebody and he accused me of being the person that gave it to him and then I clarified you I was the only person he was with I got tested I don't have anything like I don't even have a yeast infection don't have BV like I don't have a UTI like common things that women get that aren't a sexually transmitted disease you feel me and so um I had to at first when he had told me I took it as like oh like you know, I need to get tested. This is something serious. Like, I probably caught something. And, you know, that's scary. And when I got tested and clarified it wasn't me, it went to, hold on, nigga, you really said, like, it would have been different if you was letting me know that you have it and I need to get tested. But you full-blown accused me of being the one that gave it to you, which is mad wild, right? So, like, you're not taking accountability of your own dick. And you're putting it off on me as if I was the one who contracted it to you. And now I have to tell, you know, people like, hey, you know, if I have it, I have to tell people, hey, I have this. You need to get tested, which is the main reason, like, it's so important to get tested and get tested at a secure facility because... Shit, maybe get tested before y'all fuck. (laughs) Exactly. Get tested together. You know what I mean? The reason why I hadn't been tested since this encounter is because, I, like I said, I get tested quarterly. Everybody, anybody doesn't know, that's for, for every four months. You feel me? I'm getting tested every four months. April, into April, that was, my te- that was my test date anyway. You feel me? Got one in January. Getting one in the end of April. So I was already on my way to get tested in regards of making sure that my Sexual health mm-hmm. is clean because regardless of how I run my body, how regardless of how who I have sex with, I don't know what the other person is doing, regardless if they are we're in a fully committed relationship or anything. Everybody, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people cheat. They step out of their relationships. So even being in a committed relationship, I feel like it's important for you guys to go get tested. If that's mm-hmm. something that is shedding light on something in your relationship, hey, so be it. Like, But everybody needs to be tested mm-hmm. and know that they got a clean bill of health. As of right now, Kareen Taylor, what is, what's today? May 4th, may the, may the 4th be with you. You know, <laughs> I'm definitely a nerd, you feel me? Um, I'm, I'm fully clean and I have been for many years and 
you know, I practice safe sex and I definitely want whoever wants to marry me to be someone who has been doing the same. Yes. I think it's a um, And don't be sharing people information. That's crazy. HIPAA. HIPAA. Hey, H-I-P-P-A. H-I-P-P-A. You know, y'all should not be sharing people's paperwork. <laughs> I'm as so against as, that. As far as what? Oh, they have been taking people's like paperwork, like their what, test what, results. What's the, what's the actual result on the test that they're sharing? Oh, they're AIDS. sharing, of course, people's AIDS? positive AIDS. people. So, so that that's an actual. You can get arrested for. There's a whole somebody. law. You're never. You're oh, never. No, yeah. You that's can't what, sell. You telling, can't share. It, no, that, yeah. but that's not the truth, though. So the truth. No, is, the thing about is, that you can't post someone else's results and share them to other people. That is not. That is a. But whole what you're saying is valid. right. You can't yeah, get in trouble saying. for not sharing your status. Yes, that is a big Correct. thing. You so, can like, get, if you know your status. Yeah. And a certain a certain diseases that are out there, and you don't disclose that to your partner, and that partner catches it, it, you will be going to jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that's see, this different. Is, this see, is that's two different, different. Yeah, things. Yeah, this is two okay. different so, scenarios. They're actually getting people's paperwork, like their From the results. clinic. Someone from the clinic is logging into a computer, getting and their sharing paperwork, it. sharing it with people that they know are connected to this person and using it as a cyberbullying tactic. Yeah. These are two completely different things. You feel me? No, absolutely. absolutely. So, like, yeah. at this point... This girl is being bullied. You and know, someone in Austin. And the thing is, it's she not doesn't even, have it. They didn't even put results. What they <laughs> they made it seem like they had results of hers and everything. But my whole thing is, there was someone else's paperwork that was going around with that had something else. Um, it wasn't AIDS or anything, but it was paperwork going around about them having something else. And I'm just like, y'all are going to jail. Like y'all cannot sit here and get people's real life. Actual test results and post them like and also only what, they can post likes? their results like no one else can post only they can post their results like no one can post their results so if you're posting someone else's results like that's a whole thing but it's just not even that now it's like causing people they want to they're they're getting suicidal because now they have all these people writing they're them like DMing hey you got this, this girl yeah. messaging this girl asking her how so, long she's had AIDS for she don't got it it's wild. Yeah, it's apparently they said it's like some kind of skin disease. That so she, she have. does have an underlying condition, right? Her friends admit it. Like she has an underlying condition, which explains the video and the things that are on this young lady's I've behind, right? And so it, that it makes perfect sense, right? She obviously has something going on. She's been honest with her partners about it. That entirely, like you said, it's up to that person to disclose that information with their sexual partners, and that's it. Once you get outside of, like, telling people and, like, posting it on Facebook, yo, that's, you're, you're breaking HIPAA laws. That's cyberbullying, bro. Like, you, you're wrong. And I admit, like, when I was uh, growing up, when, the, when I was eight, well, growing up. You're still years growing ago, up, yeah. Still growing up. You feel me? Um, you're still young. Only 25. <laughs> but when we were in high school, one of my friends contracted um, you know, a disease from her girlfriend who was cheating on her. And I never said anything about it, didn't out her or anything, but it was until that that girl and the girl who gave it to her tried to come and jump me and my friend that they think spread it and told everybody that they have it, but it was a whole nother friend that said it and spread their information, right? So they're trying to jump my friend that they claim spread her their information on my birthday. 
and I drunkenly, you know, got on Facebook. It was like, you herpes ass bitches. I, I think I think there there oh there is about to become a presence where that information is gonna be available to everybody. And it should be. I mean like everybody. Like a sex offender is located everywhere. They did a crime, they did something crazy. It's every yeah. fucking where. Having herpes or something that's permanent and having sex with someone and not letting them know is going to be accessible to everybody. Yeah. I don't know if the doctor law is going to be what's going to stop that. I think Do- that uh, information... Patient, doctor, confidentiality. Yeah, I don't think that's going to stop that. I think that that's going to mold because and at change. The, because at the end of the day, what's above all else that they claim? Public health. And what's a risk to public health? You're not. You can't continuously spread. I feel like there's certain look, things cl- chlamydia, that should be accessible. because yeah, let's think about it. Chlamydia is one of the. I don't know. So I absolutely feel like people should know AIDS. Like I absolutely. I, I, I think like, everyone should know everything, yeah. right? Like we should all yeah. know everything. We all want to know what's bad. We for should, us but we I feel like the thing the is the or, fact that there's so many malicious people there. I feel like it should be to there's an, been malicious a, people a, a certain extent. Lives. People, people, people are people, right? So, like, Just I the I was, internet is showing it now. I was having this conversation with somebody. Like maybe two or three episodes ago, they were like, "Calvin, you're an asshole." Calvin, you you don't even talk the the way you talk in real life, and I'm like, "You don't talk to me in real life. Like, why would you even know how I talk?" It's the same thing with sexual encounters. We talk about sex crazily. Like, you can talk about this dude who just dicked you down crazy. Like, shit was fire, right? He but he had, me. but he, but he had the whatevers, right? Right? And a woman would be like, "Oh man, he was so good. <laughs> like, he made me feel so good." But he had the whatevers. Dude could be like, damn, ass is fat. I was clapping that shit all fucking night. It was fire. But the aftermath is the aftermath, right? We can still be positive about real time and real life situations. But we also still have to understand, like, those do come with consequences. And if you are a regular person who has never experienced consequences and you sitting there at 17 to 25 like you were when you was growing up and you wasn't fucking everybody else. It's going to hit you like a fucking brick. You would love to know that. It, you yeah. would honestly <laughs> run me on game. <laughs> Tell me, give me the booklet on what the fuck happened. Oh, he has that. He has okay. I'm gonna choose this one. I'm gonna choose that one. Yeah, it's as simple as like choosing if you want to date a fat dude, a tall nigga, a short nigga, whatever you want to yeah. choose. Yeah, I think my thing is, I get what you're saying. I feel like a lot of people are so uneducated about certain things. People are that, dumb as fuck. Yeah, so they take <laughs> illiterate. There are certain things that they take to to like to an extreme like mm-hmm. there's certain things that they make seem worse than what they are like you herpes aren't saying? that bad first of all <laughs> um i was told with um by my doctor that pretty much like 95 percent of the world has it yeah a form a fish yes, have a herpes. Form, some, for, a form. some form of it so so my thing is like i'm like everyone when y'all sitting over here talking down about herpes FPV, and shit like that, herpes, I'm like, this is, this is a like, lot of this shit is something is is not preventable. First of all, like uh, my doctor was telling me that a lot of shit that we get is very inevitable, and a lot of people don't know that they have it because you're not doing the proper test. Y'all think because y'all doing y'all stick swabs and pussy swab that that's clearing everything. Get the you're blood not, drawn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get so, your blood drawn. Get the real so shit. So that's what a Pay lot of people it. that are that are doing this, a lot of people have this shit and don't even fucking know because... Asymptomatic. Exactly. So I'm like, a lot of this stuff isn't as bad as... Now, AIDS and HIV is definitely is, is bad, just like it's like the, it is that bad. As of, I mean, as of <laughs> outside right now, HIV isn't 
bad because they have the step one. Whatever the shit they have right now, it doesn't turn into full. Oh uh, yeah, they're called suppressants. They have suppressants. Okay, like so they, they have. Like yeah. you could literally still be fucking out here raw, and not transmit it if you have the right okay. doctor right medicine. Yeah, or whatever case may be. But you, like, they take still, a pill. I don't know why I'm talking about AIDS, but it's it's tough. It's not the 60s. This is 2023, but it's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. outside. It still exists because yeah, everyone even, like. But even though these things are getting more common, right? Mm-hmm. I think they should be known because uh, whether they're common or not, they do have a lot of side effects. Now, one of the big things that I was looking at, because, you know, Nick texts you, tell you you got something. The first thing you're going to do is go to that motherfucking Google, make sure you got the symptoms. And if it's not adding up, you feel me? But one of the things that I was seeing, you know, big with chlamydia was, you know, once a woman catches chlamydia three times in her life, it's going to be hard for her to produce children because it kills the lining of her vagina. Well, yeah. God damn, I swapped my card three times and they said it's a good time to go pay. Like, that's tough. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's always, there's, of course, there's all <laughs> kind like, of things. Goddamn. There's all kind of things that can make a, you know, make a woman infertile, but I'm just saying, like, some of these diseases, whether they're curable or not, they do have lasting effects. Which, you know, I feel I like people should be aware of. I think the whole conversation should just sway towards, like, will you, if you get something, be willing to explain that to who you're dealing with? Yeah, true. I think, that okay. whole com- I think the whole conversation equals and e- ends there. If you got some, are you confident it just, enough of yourself to explain that to so who many you're aren't educated. With? And so, there are. And, and we will, you know, shame Rockefeller for that creating school that was just created to make workers and employees and not actually educate. Come on, my sex ed class, all I saw was like fucking baby coming out. And I, that, that's going to happen to me regardless. I don't want to see that shit. Show me something that's real, something that happens like for real. And my sex ed they're class not when I was how school, people contract uh, a lot made of us shit either. carry a baby with a random woman in the room. They were like, you're a dad, she's wife. Here's a baby. Talk about baby Handle mama, baby, baby daddy, baby mama drama. You feel me? Because imagine if you hated that person <laughs> and you got stuck having to deal with that person. I can talk about this for a long time. We we, we can't even go into this right now. We got to save that for episode yeah, we two. We can because I got a lot to I, say I about that I got a lot one. of shit to say about making choices gotta, with baby daddies and baby mamas. That's a whole lot of different factual bullshit. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm feeling like regardless. <laughs> first of I don't want to start with your mama. She should have whipped your ass. My mama should have beat my ass. Different crazy talk. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah, I Not my mama should have beat my, my ass. mama should have beat my motherfucking yeah. ass. I ain't gonna lie. She should have beat me until I left the end, until I quit fuck with that sure. that nigga before kids. I ain't gonna lie. I love my kids. Do not regret them. But um, that's a that's a tough again I, tough I, conversation. Hey, I love gotta, my sister and brothers. Their kids. I love them because I'm not a mom, right? But look, if there was ever a time. I was truthful with my siblings. <laughs> it was when I was telling them to get rid of some shit. You yeah, feel we, me? Yeah, like, yo, yeah. yo, because y'all got to slow down. Y'all hunting like rabbits and shit. So we're going to end this with A, wrap it up. That's a different topic for a different day. Be honest. You know what I'm saying? Wrap it up. Get too. regular like, checkups. The only time I've ever been told to take it off is when I'm in it. Like I ain't never told a motherfucker to take it off. They I don't have to do that I, shit. I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Friend, you've been talking. You've been saying you got some. Okay, a bitch that tell you to take the condom off. I wouldn't. That would. Ha- that's some good dick. Cause I ain't never in life done that. So if somebody just take their condom off just cause that means me got some good pussy. Not necessarily. Oh, then what's that mean? What does it mean? 
Find out next time. I'm dead. <laughs> Fuck around, be pregnant after this the next time. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. This I'm going to be pregnant. You guys enjoy the rest of your night, and thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.